What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Daddy's to Talk Podcast. I am your host, Robert, a.k.a. Father of Vash. And today, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on the new Dune movie, as well as, you know, the awesome feeling of isolation and peace when watching a movie. So let's talk about that and more. Let's get to it. All right, what's up, y'all? <laughs> As always, welcome to the podcast. If you are new here, then welcome. But if you're a returning listener, then welcome back. We are back for another awesome week for another awesome show. So y'all already know what it is. If you are not already, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on all streaming services as well as make sure you're subscribed to the dad needs to talk youtube channel as well so that no matter where i post you'll get the updates so yeah we are uh back in that thing again and man it's been a uh it's been an interesting <laughs> last week say the least because i feel like i didn't really do well, that's a lot. I have done a lot, but as far as like me putting out a bunch of content and stuff, whatever, I didn't do like what I've been doing in a lot of the uh, prior weeks. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, like I said, I think I uh, I, I hit a little bit of I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if fatigue is the right word to use in this situation. But I kind of came to realize that um, unintentionally, because of course, you know, me me doing this podcast and the YouTube channel and all the uh, all the awesome and fun stuff I do, I think I had, well, not I think I know, but I realized um, over the last couple of days that I had unintentionally subconsciously put a I don't, I don't know if a I guess I'll call it a, a content quota on myself and so what I mean by that is I had this idea which on paper sounds cool <laughs> but in reality you know I think it kind of backfired but I had this general plan and some of this I've talked about before but of at least minimum trying to do at least like one manga volume a week because I have more than enough <laughs> here as well as like this stack over here that I'm gonna do for my uh for my manga haul video um this week for for the for the last couple of months but yeah because in hindsight I was doing the the ongoing or like the longer read through series like what I've been doing for like 20th Century Boys and Vinland Saga and now I am a hero but I was also trying to incorporate like okay a new series I'm starting or checking out reading the first volume first couple volumes whatever then doing a review of, of those but example with these 
big editions of like 20th Century Boys and Villain Saga, those are actually two volumes in one. And so, unlike a lot of like smaller content or like or like regular sized, you know, manga volumes, you know, I can't really uh, I can't bust out a quick, you know, like 10, you know, 10 minute, 15 minute video on one of these, <laughs> at least not in the way that I do it, which, you know, that's, hey, over time, I'm gonna kind of learn and grow and adapt and stuff, whatever, but yeah, it, I, I think I kind of subconsciously uh, was doing too much, and I kind of, it, I think, I think it like really came to mind again when, uh, shout out to my friends, over at the comic, <clears throat> forgive me. Over at the Kami House podcast, my friends Crystal, Bilal, and Ren, they were having a conversation. Um, and pardon, you're probably gonna hear Vash in the background at some point because I'm on a loose dad duty. <laughs> my 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 wife has gone to the gym for a little bit um, tonight. And everybody, the other kids are asleep for school, so Vash is doing Vash stuff and watching his shows or whatever. So while I'm in here recording, so yeah, so just in the head, hey, you probably gonna hear him. We're not even be surprised if he pops in here for a moment for for a guest appearance. But um, but anywho, uh, so yeah, so I was listening listen to the Comedy House podcast, and uh, there was something that Crystal had mentioned when she was talking about some manga that she was reading. And she had mentioned how, trying to think, how, how did she phrase it? I think she said it along the lines of basically she was consuming the manga but not reading it. And that really hit for me, um, especially because I, I was listening back to a certain section of the podcast for like the second or third time and hearing her say that a few times, it like really sunk in. And I was like, man, that's what I've been doing with a lot of stuff is like, you know, I have been reading it or whatever, but I hadn't, like, some stuff I hadn't, like, been enjoying as much as I probably could have or should have been enjoying it because I was so fixated on, okay, while, yes, I am excited to read whatever manga, I'm excited to read it, the fact that I was reading it for the purpose of creating content is, in some ways, kind of backwards in a way you know to where i want to read something and then if i enjoy it then create something but not necessarily like okay i'm reading this for the sake of creating content um so i, I definitely kind of want to get away from that um because while like i said on paper just you know and, and i guess you know part of and, and, and forgive this me rambling at the top of the show but you know if you've listened for a while you know what it is but um but I know I was personally doing it because I was like okay just to try, like, try to get in the practice of having consistency on YouTube and being like okay at least doing at least like one video a week and for me I was like okay one video a week I have tons of manga here to read perfect and that'll help me go through my list or whatever. Okay, hey, if I can knock out one of these a week, awesome. And so I was doing two <laughs> the last uh, 
few weeks, which in which in reality was actually three, because I was reading one of these big ones and then one regular size volume. So the two and one, and then one separate. So that's three volumes in a week, on top of all the anime I'm watching, all the other ongoing uh, manga that I read every Sunday and stuff. So yeah, and I'm my 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 eyes looking weird <laughs> without my glasses, but um. But yeah, so just kind of like I said, just kind of came to that realization. So thank you, Crystal and Kami House <laughs> for, for the love y'all show me all the time. But, uh, but like I said, for Crystal mentioning that and it kind of like really sinking into my mind. But uh, so yeah, so I'm going to kind of pump the brakes a bit on doing that or whatever. And to where like, hey, you know, if I'm able to get out a volume every week, cool. But I don't want to aim to do that because, like I said, I don't want to burn myself out because, case in point, I finished reading, what was it, book five of 20th Century Boys. I finished that like two weeks ago, but I just hadn't, one, hadn't had the time, and two, had the mind frame and energy to record that because the 20th Century Boys books, like as y'all see, I was watching the video they thick <laughs> thick with three c's <laughs> and so i was like yeah i gotta change it because because i i want to continue to read stuff that i'm enjoying but i also don't want to be i feel like i'm obligated to like okay i'm reading this but knowing i need to i'm gonna have to record and all that stuff whatever at the end so um so yeah so like i said uh, but of course hey this is a trial and error thing trying to like experiment see what sticks to what doesn't or whatever and you know and, and it was also things like okay those couple of weeks when i got to do all those videos and stuff whatever and podcast episodes there was also some some of that was also just a perfect storm of timing of hey i have this week a couple of weeks happened to work out to where i had a good good amount of of uh, flexibility in my schedule to be able to record multiple things like that um, but then life and family stuff happened or whatever to where I didn't have that the last, you know, recently, whatever, on top of, like I said, like some general fatigue and stuff, whatever. So, but yeah, but I'm like, I said, I'm still figuring out a lot of this structure and stuff. Cause, uh, cause even like how I'm doing, like some of like the stuff with the podcast or whatever, you know, I've mentioned before, I'm trying to get away from like, or, or not just be beholden to just you know talking about <laughs> you know the ongoing weekly stuff where because like yes i'm watching all these awesome anime every week i'm reading all these awesome manga every week but i don't need to talk about all of them every week it's like okay i'm gonna pick and choose some of the main ones that stuck out to me to talk about but i also want to you know continue to incorporate other things and i'm kind of wanting to figure out a balance of also you know uh which i think that's kind of where some of this other manga and stuff i'm reading and other stuff i'm watching kind of like what i did like with bojack horseman where it's like okay that's something else that i'm kind of watching along the way and just incorporate that into the podcast proper instead of you know not having to do everything separately whatever i still want to do like you know like if it's like my first time reading a series Yes, I still want to do like a separate thing for that. But if I'm like, like if it's like, okay, it's a long ongoing series. Okay, I've 
you know, read the first volume or two, did a separate podcast episode, YouTube video on that, you know, and then as I'm kind of making my way through the series or whatever, I want to be able to just bring that here because I think that'd be a good spot where I could kind of slot that in with some of the other stuff I'm reading and watching, like I said, like I did with DuckTales and BoJack Horseman and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, so like I said, just still experimenting, figuring, figuring stuff out. Um, so kind of <laughs> branching off from there, like I said, I kind of started off with a little mini rants and stuff whatever. but like I said, I, you know, I, I like talking with y'all and just kind of just like, you know, getting my thoughts out there, whatever. Uh, and I appreciate y'all tuning in and listening <laughs> to, to my ramblings and, and me thinking stuff out. But, you know, I, I am also curious to uh, continue to reach out to people to try to uh, have some collaboration stuff. Because I know, you know, some of y'all have reached out or whatever, and there are plans for some of y'all to do things with or whatever. But I'm also trying to look further and beyond for other stuff, too, because um, I have some ideas for some stuff because I think I'm also... And some of this is just like the, the reality of my life at the moment to where like, like example, I'm going to talk about it uh, soon or screw it. <laughs> I'll talk. I, I finished uh, playing uh, Life is Strange True Colors, at least like the main campaign. I haven't touched the uh, the DLC yet, but I would like to do a just like a spoiler discussion um, about that or whatever and so even though I know like yes the game came out a month ago people have moved on I want to do this stuff for myself on my own time now hey if I am able hey maybe someday I'll get big enough to where the a company will send me a copy of a game early and I can play it and be able to within the, the actual release window talk about you know, and have content and stuff up for it in a quote unquote timely matter. But until we reach that level, <laughs> you know, cause, cause I kind of had that thought, uh, cause, uh, cause you know, the new, uh, guardians of the galaxy video game came out or it's coming out tomorrow or it'll be out today as, as of this recording going out to y'all. And I'm like, man, that'd be perfect uh that would be so awesome to be able to play that but it's just like the the reality of life in every a every aspect from me just having time in general to trying to play something like that right now to just me having money to get a game and stuff right now whatever because honestly <laughs> just being up front and hey if any of y'all be down with this idea, hey, let me know and I'll do it. But in the, in the back of my mind, I have floated the idea of potentially starting a Patreon to kind of help fund just kind of kind of like the upkeep of the podcast and stuff that includes like, you know, the cost of, you know, what I'm paying for like my, uh, my uh, website stuff and honestly just stuff for the podcast which includes my manga video games i'm buying this stuff whatever to you know to have con uh conversations to make content and things of that nature or whatever so what's thinking about was like hey maybe someday i'll create a patreon you know hey maybe at least 
you know, raise a few bucks to maybe be able to um, buy some games and stuff a little bit earlier, a little bit more ahead of time. Who knows? Like I said, maybe maybe that's something I'll shoot for 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 the uh, for the one year anniversary. Maybe I'll do that. Or hey, like I said, if somebody, hey, if if, if y'all are banging down the door and wanted to to throw money at me, hey, <laughs> I'll have it set up next month. But uh, but we'll we'll see y'all y'all just just let me know as always. You know, I, I love hearing from y'all. You know, if that's something y'all be interested in, you know, uh, of course I don't know how. I would work perks and bonus stuff and all that jazz or whatever because time, life. But, you know, it'll be a, a adventure. I'll be uh, willing to at least like, look into it or whatever because, you know, like I so I have ideas for stuff I want to do. But like I so said, a lot of times it just comes down to time and finances and stuff because, hey, while I am buying all these manga and stuff, whatever. I do got five kids to feed as well. <laughs> so if it's like, okay, if I got to choose between, you know, getting, uh, <laughs> getting, uh, getting Vash a Happy Meal or picking up another copy of, uh, <laughs> a Villain Saga, don't, don't, don't put your boy in that, in that decision. Don't, you know, I want my son to have the Happy Meal. But I do want to see what Thorfinn up to, though. <laughs> oh, man. But, but yeah, so, yes. And speaking of Vash, my little monster, uh, he's got a birthday coming up. He's about to be four in a couple of weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, actually, matter of fact, let me look at this calendar. See, next week will be Halloween episode. So, yeah, two weeks from now will be his birthday. November 8th, so, oof, <laughs> we'll see what I can cook up for that, but, uh, but anywho, uh, but yeah, so that, that's kind of, you know, what's going on with that, um, and other life news for me, uh, so, let me see if I can get this pulled up, so we have some new additions in the, uh, in the, uh, the Daddy's Talk, uh, household, so we have some new kittens. So I remember I, I probably told y'all this back around the time when the podcast first started or whatever. So back during spring break, when my kids were at their great grandmother's house, or whatever, they found this cat, very pretty cat, but brought her home or they asked to bring her home. We brought her home named and they named her Megan. Now we didn't know at the time. Megan was pregnant. So, Megan had a litter kit, uh, her first litter of kittens back around May. And, you know, they got big or, you know, we, you know uh, took, have, take care of them, raised them, take care of them or whatever. And they got big. And then, you know, we gave all of them away except for the, we have a set of uh, twin orange kittens that we kept you know, get the rest of family, friends, and stuff like that, or whatever, okay, cool, so we were planning on, okay, how to figure out, like, where to send off, take the mother, or whatever, because, okay, we can't, you know, got too many cats in the house, whatever, so, a couple times where she was, she was being a little feisty, whatever, you know, 
we, we would put it outside for a little bit of time of, you know, every now and then during the days and stuff, whatever. Well, during one of those times, she was having a little hot cat summer, which I find very, very fitting, ironically, considering the kids named her Megan. So shout out to you, Meg the Stallion, for hot girl summer. I guess my, my our cat is a fan of yours. <laughs> Because, lo and behold, we noticed she's getting a little bit bigger again. I was like, hold on, let's wait a second. No. And she's pregnant again. And so she just dropped a new set of kittens Saturday. And, yeah, those of y'all that are watching the video, I've been playing a little footage of these little guys. Um, There's about six or seven of them. And so, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be in Catville through the holidays because, you know, because they probably won't be ready to be on their own at least until, you know, like the tail end of the year, if not January. So, yeah, so it's like, okay, <laughs> we got to find her a home. And I think, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to find a home for the twin orange cats because they're both boys and they're getting close to the age where I'm like, okay, we can't, uh-uh, you can't because we, you know, originally we were going to let maybe one of them uh, and our cat that we've had for like five years now, whatever, we thought, okay, you know what, maybe we'll let, you know, we'll let them do their thing and let her have a set of kids because our main cat that we've had for years she hasn't, she's never had kittens or whatever. So, okay, perfect. We'll let her have kittens. We'll keep one of them and then, you know, go from there. Well, now that this happened, it's like, well, crap. We can't risk them coming of age because they're about the age where they're about to start trying to do stuff. Don't want that happening. And then us ending up with another set of kittens before these are, you know, so it's getting too crazy. We're literally about to be a crazy cat house. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately we're going to, have to find a home for these awesome uh for for the for the twin orange cats or whatever um hey if, if you live in the dfw area heck even if you live in the east texas area hit me up if, if, if you or somebody you know that is in my area is looking for some cats let me know because because ideally I, we would love to be able to you know give them to somebody that we know for sure is looking for them, whatever, because we were trying to avoid, or I'm you know, trying to avoid taking them to a shelter and all that stuff, whatever, to where it's like, okay, hey, you reach out to us, saying you want one, here you go. So, so, yeah, so they were trying to get them gone soon, and then once these get up to age, or once they kind of get to where they don't really need to feed off where they can't eat on their own or whatever, the mama, she's got to go. And then we're probably going to pick one out of this bunch. Um, we're probably going to try to pick a girl. <laughs> we'll try to pick one out of this bunch or whatever to keep. And then the rest going to have to go. Because I'm like, yeah, after this year, I am at a two-cat limit. Because right now, what, with the cat we had at first, the mother of this letter, the two orange ones we just we that she had that we kept and now these six we have freaking 10 cats in the house now 
that is way too much. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, anyway, that was part of part of my adventure over the weekend. Uh, the, these little fur balls, little cuties, then, then came into the house. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, my kids' sports stuff. So, a couple interesting ends of the spectrum. So, my son, my oldest son, had a game Saturday or whatever. And unfortunately, something that I've told him for years is going to capture some whatever. I've talked about it before, how he has kind of a uh, a attitude problem. Uh, and, and, and what I mean by that, for those of you that are new here or whatever, is he'll kind of... I, and I guess maybe, maybe attitude is the wrong thing or whatever, but, but it's like he'll kind of... If he, like, messes up or if somebody... You know, the coach yells at him about something or whatever. He, you know, gets into him, gets into him about something or whatever. He'll get into his own head, and then he'll start, you know, dragging around, da da da, da pouting, crying, all that junk. And so, hey, I'll say he's came a long way from when he first got into sportswear. When he was like, cause he's he just turned thirteen, but back when he was like seven or so, or whatever. It was horrible. You say something, he boo-hooing. It was a crap show. Well, had a situation. Literally, first or second play of the game, they're playing against this team that we've played before. Whatever they had, like, like they had like a really big postman or whatever. And of course, typical thing. He, uh, my son, was defending him on the wrong side. They lobbed the ball into him. He scored or whatever. And I think, I think he might have got fouled or whatever. But anywho. The coach was trying to talk, you know, trying to tell my son, da 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 da. He kind of shrugged off or gestured. Basically, it was like body language in a way to where this new coach he has or whatever was kind of like, all right, you ain't want to listen, sup. Like I said, we're barely a good minute or two into the game. Point about the game, and my son was pretty much out the rest of the game. And so it was a mix between that moment and then him continuing to isolate himself from the team because he was sitting at the end of the bench by himself and like every time there was like a team huddle or a timeout whatever hey no matter what's going on hey everybody gets up comes look and pay attention whatever he was sitting by himself whatever still kind of in his own head and stuff and so eventually by like the fourth quarter whatever he finally looked my way and we made eye contact or whatever and I just like get with the group and so he finally did, but hey, it's too late at that point. And so after the game, I asked the coach, I was like, hey, what exactly happened? Like I said, just to make sure I understood what I was saying or whatever. And pretty much it is what I thought. He was like, hey, I try not to tell Jay, da 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 And he was kind of like, eh. And so, and I told my son, I was like, we've had this talk before. I'm like, you know, coaches ain't going to want to deal with somebody that they, that they think is uncoachable. And I said, you do not want to get labeled as a player that is uncoachable because all the coaches and stuff that he's had over the years, they're they like, yo, Jay is a monster. Like, he is that type of player. And I've talked about it before, and it's not just me bragging about my own son, but when my son get out there and he firing on all cylinders, he is a problem. But his biggest weakness is the attitude and stuff, whatever. 
And so it just finally happened to where, you know, some of his other coaches or whatever, they'll, you know, they'll sit down and talk with him and try to, you know, talk to him and then get him back out there. But this coach, and I told him, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all coaches ain't going to do like what Coach Rob, his other coaches actually, his name Coach Rob, Coach Rob, Coach Lonnie, Coach K, they've known you for some years or whatever, but I'm like, every coach ain't going to do that for you. I'm like, I'm like, it is millions of people around the world, millions of kids, whatever, that want to play basketball. I'm like, you doing this stuff, whatever, you just opening up the door for the next player to come up because it's like, okay, coach taking you out. Now it's the next person's time to shine. It's like, oh, 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 he messed up. It's my time now. And so I'm like, it don't matter how good you are. If coach can't feel like he can't coach you, he's just going to sit you out. So it is what it is. But, you know, but he came back and he did better in his games he played the next day or whatever. But, you know, learning experience, whatever, you know, we, we all, you know, it happens. And so going to the flip side of my daughter. <laughs> So I don't know, like my daughter, she seemed to find some, I don't know, her, her, her inner beast is starting to awaken, I, I believe, because she's slowly getting more confidence and like she's, she's shy. She scored, what, twice this game? Uh, she had multiple steals and not just general steals. She had steals to where she was actually seeing like she was like seeing the pass coming, like like they bring the ball up and they doing a long pass and she saw it, you know, uh, you know, caught the ball or or go going for the ball and got a steal and stuff, whatever. Like slowly over the game, I saw her being more aggressive and stuff, whatever. So yeah, that's a good sign. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm like, if if I can get her, cause she is very coachable. I'm like, if 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 I can get her to be as aggressive as my son is when he's playing his game, she's going to be a problem. Because she, she's always been pretty good at defense since she was pretty little. But if I can get her, if if we, coach whoever, if we can get her to the point to where she can add in and be more aggressive and, and confident on the offensive, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a, a sight to behold. But, uh, but yeah. But that, that was an awesome thing. Um, other little thing I want to just show real quick. Let me see if I can find it. Because uh, my daughters, I know I had mentioned last week about about um, them getting this, uh, this coloring book called Melanin Magic. Well, there was an awesome thing that happened uh the channel or the uh the person or the people that created the 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 book they did they 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 uh the local news basically sorry i lost my words the local news the local news um in in her area did a story talking about the coloring book and so and she asked if she could use the photo of my daughters that I sent them uh with the coloring book order for the coverage and she did and it was just so freaking awesome to uh to see and actually hold on real quick let me adjust this real quick so y'all can see the name okay 
And so, yeah, uh, it, it was just very awesome. And so she sent me the link um, once the story happened. There, there's my beautiful daughters there. But it was just so awesome, you know, seeing that myself as a parent, but then showing it to them. Like, I didn't tell them what it was. I was just like, hey, come here, you know, let's watch this video or whatever. And so seeing the joy on their faces when they're seeing this this news story and of course they're like oh okay that's the coloring book or whatever but then when it popped up and and they saw themselves in it they just flipped out they they were like oh my god oh my god that's us and then you know uh, my my sons were flabbergasted because like i said you know sure obviously i showed my wife first then we showed our daughters and then called my boys and I was like, hey, just hey, come come look at something or whatever. And then my oldest, he was like, what? <laughs> he was so confused. But uh, but yeah, it, it was so awesome. Um, and, and I'm very appreciative that uh, that we could be a part of something this awesome. You know, because like I said, I already love the fact that they created this coloring book. It was, you know, created by 14 black artists from all over, from all over the world created this uh this melanin magical girls coloring book and so it is just a beautiful thing that they did that and that you know i got to get it for my daughters but then in return they got to be part of this so uh so yeah so that was another very awesome thing that happened uh this weekend so yeah so I'm trying to think, uh, I think that's it as far as like life and stuff, whatever. So let's go ahead and, you know, just dive right into some, uh, some quick news beats. So let's see real quick. Uh, so first off, we got Mob Psycho season three. So. Very exciting news, and I'm glad that this is what the what the countdown was building up to because there had been a timer on the uh, on the uh, Mob Psycho 100 uh, Twitter page and website and stuff whatever for for a couple of months now, and it was uh, I'm trying to remember I think I think yeah the percentage was counting up to 100, and so everybody kind of like 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 over the last couple of weeks has been speculating okay. Is this going to be a season three announcement or whatever? And sure enough, it was. So it was just so awesome uh, waking up that morning and just seeing this beautiful poster and like the little like quick teaser trailer that they showed. But um, but yeah, I, I'm just like super excited to uh, to go back and see some more uh, Mob Psycho 100. And uh, for for those who don't know, Mob Psycho 100 um, is it's made by the same creator who did one punch man or who does one punch man and it's basically about this uh psychic named mob um as he kind of basically just like trying to discover like how to control his psychic abilities or whatever just kind of like discovering himself his range of emotions and things of that nature as he's kind of like partnered with his uh they should kind of kind of call him a mentor uh, Reagan, who basically is really honestly like using Mob, at least like at first, 
to help him with these like exercise uh, exorcism jobs and stuff that he gets where he's you know going out having problems with these different spirit problems and stuff but he's actually using mob who's the actual psychic to uh to take care of the problems and stuff whatever but um but yeah but pretty awesome like i said just very excited for that um i'm trying to think i think it said i think it said next year maybe uh or i don't know hopefully i hope it's next year that would be very awesome but, um, but yeah mob psycho um if you're not already or if you haven't watched uh mob psycho yet go check it out it is very awesome um there's just uh two seasons of it um but uh but very awesome stuff and uh and i think that this season three should be the final season because from people that i know that read the manga apparently i I didn't even know but the manga ended years ago and so people said based off of where season two ended then there's not too much left for them to adapt so season three should be able to wrap up the entirety of the story which would be very awesome if it does so looking forward to that now sorry oh lord I hate when sound is on unintentionally, but, uh, but something else very awesome that we got, uh, the other day was our first trailer for the Uncharted movie. So the Uncharted movie based off of the same game series, but of the same name with our boy, Nathan Drake. Uh, that is coming February 18th of next year. And so it was just really dope watching the trailer, but just because like as somebody who has played all of the Uncharted games, Uncharted 1, 2, 3, 4, and the very awesome and highly underrated Uncharted Lost Legacy game, um, it was just very cool seeing these characters and stuff and seeing certain iconic scenes from the video games in this live action adaptation and stuff because of course the the infamous uh uh airplane scene from uncharted 3 uh there was like a like a ship or something like it was from uncharted 4 and but yeah i'm, I'm just excited to see all that stuff um was very surprised in a good way to see that uh, a, a, a recent new favorite uh, actress of mine, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tati. Oh, let me look up her name again. I think it was. Oh, let me see. Tati Gabrielle. Because uh, I talked about her last week a little bit. Because uh, she was in. Uh, she was in you season three but she is also going to be in uncharted and so i don't know if she is going to be uh playing nadine i'm not sure or just some other just new character for the movie but uh but yeah i'm super hype about that like i said i, I loved her and you that was like one of the first times i got to see her work but she was awesome in that looking forward to her being in uh, uncharted and some other projects and stuff that, that I saw that she's going to be in coming up too. So, yeah, so uh, Tatiana, Gabrielle. Uh, but, yeah, so, be on, actually, 
can show this real quick so y'all know who I'm talking about. Her. Um, but yeah. So yeah, so looking forward to that. And so, yeah, I think that's really like all the news I had. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game came out this week. Um, oh, just a reminder for those of you who haven't already, and this includes myself, <laughs> but uh, but the uh, My Hero Academia movie is coming out this weekend. So by the time you're hearing this, we're just a couple of days away. Um, I'm planning on hopefully fingers crossed going to uh i want to try to go see it uh opening night ideally um or thursday night friday one of the two whatever planning to go see it um but of course i still got my tickets <laughs> but uh or ticket and so uh so actually you know what i'm, I'm gonna kind of start here with this uh you know it's kind of you know playing it loosey-goosey a bit today and so I kind of want to start off talking a little bit about um, my experience. So I went to go see Dune this weekend, and I'm not really going to talk no spoilers or whatever, because honestly, that movie was so wild in a good way that it's kind of tough for me to like to even like try to put into like fully words. But I just kind of more and more talk about the experience. So Dune 2021. So, Dune is a movie that I know, or I knew, very little about the source material going into it. So, I knew that it was based off of a a book series, and I also loosely knew or heard that there was, I think, like an older movie, maybe also TV series, but I know for sure, okay, hey, this is from, you know, an established series or whatever, and I knew that the series it was based off of is a very long book series. Kind of people talking like, okay, you know, how many movies is this, this going to be? How much are going to try to cram in? Yada, yada, yada. And so, obviously, this movie starts off with the same part one. But, just like I said, just speaking in general or whatever, um, I, I, I really I really enjoyed the movie. And I want to say more so as like an experience. Because, you know, it's, it's a sci-fi movie and i guess i guess people refer to as like deep sci-fi so so yeah it's it's just like a lot of a lot just it's just like a lot of new stuff to like really learn and understand more so than just of course anytime you're watching a new movie a tv show whatever there's always new stuff to learn but because of this sorry bash um because of the nature of this type of series is different races and cultures and planets and powers and abilities and this and that but so with this movie so it came out on HBO Max on launch day same day as theaters but even from when I when I watched like the original trailer like a year ago, whenever it was, and then just kind of hearing just or just seeing general discussion or whatever from people online of like of like if if you can, this might be something you might want to experience in a the theater. So I did, 
and I chose to watch it in IMAX because I'm like, okay, this is the type of movie that if I'm going to watch it, I want to watch it. And so I went launch night and, uh, and like I said, saw it in IMAX. <clears throat> and so, uh, so yeah, so when I saw it on release night and it was a thing of, I guess the proper term people use is called a, is a cent, the cinematography, like just, just like these shots of like the different environments and I don't know. Like I say, it, it was just something about it to where I was like, I'm like, yes, I, yes, I could have just as easily sat out here on my little seat, watch on my, my, on my nice little TV, whatever. But I also know, especially just like, I'm a dad. Yes. Daddy's talk. <laughs> uh, that there'll probably be some pausing, stopping, distractions, all that stuff. And so with this movie, I'm glad I was able to just experience it to just no distractions. I have nobody with me. I'm just solo dolo to the movie. And I could just absorb it because honestly, I feel like, you know, like like the first, I'll say maybe like the first like 30 minutes or so or whatever. Of course, like I said, it's a lot of like a lot, a lot to take in and absorb and just like getting used to this, whatever. But I feel like like after like that first 30 minutes or so or whatever, it was like, okay, like had his hooks in me a bit or whatever. And then there are like certain points in the movie to where just like the combination of the scenery, the music, the sounds, everything. There were some points where I was like sitting up in my seat a bit, you know, because and, and I know that, that that's when I know that a movie has fully grasped grasped me is when I'm sitting up leaning forward a bit or whatever in the movie and yeah and and and, and so you know kind of you know and, and like I said the reason why I kind of wanted just to like talk about this in general of more like the experience or whatever when I came out the theater and I walked got out to my car sat in my car or whatever just tweeted out real quick like hey you know just saw Dune da 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 and then, like, not long after that, like, on the ride home, whatever, I started, started getting a little bit of headache and so on and so forth. And then, throughout that night and the next day, whatever, I think I, think I ended up just taking, because that was Thursday night. So, yeah, I took the next day off for work, whatever, because um, I had some stuff I needed to take care of personal, life-wise, but I was like, you know what, I need a rest. And so, I kind of had time to kind of just think that... Cause I, I've I've been going to the movies solo by myself several years at this point, pretty much like ever since I was like living on my own. Um, like when I got my first apartment, when I was twenty four. You know, I, I you know I had friends here and there that I would you know link up with, and we would go and see a movie together, or whatever. Or you know, of course, every now and then I might take my my kids to see a movie, or taking my nieces and nephews, or whatever. But I've seen a crap ton of movie, or even you know when especially before before Vash was born uh, me and my wife would go and see a lot of movies and stuff together 
Um, but this made me realize that going to the movies, especially a movie like this, is therapeutic in a way. And it calms my mind because, you know, I have a lot of stuff going on at all times. Because, like I said, just like general life stuff, you know, I'm a father of five. You know, four of those five kids do sports right now. You know, we're in basketball season, so two of the five are doing sports. You know, Vash is always a around-the-clock <laughs> situation. Um, then, of course, you know, my wife doing her stuff, whatever, me still going to work and trying to provide and everything in between. But, and, and, and a lot of times, and of course, me doing this podcast, doing the YouTube content creation all that stuff it's it's a lot and so i do a lot of thinking all the time if i'm either thinking about like ideas for the podcast ideas for the youtube channel ideas for just other stuff in general to you know thinking about my wife my kids this appointment that appointment you know this game, that practice, my mind's always got something going on and it be very stressful, which is the reason why you, on the camera, you can probably see some of these freaking silver hairs all up in my beard, mustache, hair, chest, everywhere. <laughs> and I stress a lot. I worry a lot. I, I do my best to try not to, but in this life situation, how can I not to, like I said, just, just being honest with y'all. But, like I said, I realized, like I said, like, like looking back when I came out of the movie theater scene, Dune, for those few hours I was in there, because it was like two and a half hours, and that's not including the commercials and the ads and stuff before, but so let, let's just say three hours total. So for roughly about three hours or something, my mind was focused on this movie this world, these characters, this scene, the music, I was pulled in fully. My mind, you know, for the moment, I wasn't stressing out, worrying about my wife and kids, work, the podcast, whatever. It was just me and the movie. And I have a couple movies lined up over the next few weeks. I got My Hero Academia this week. The week after is Eternals, and I'm looking forward to them because, like I said, I, I had I, I had that talk with my wife. Like, so I kind of had that had that uh, epiphany of man, me going to see movies and stuff is a an escape of sort source whatever. It's a, it's a moment of peace. The same way how you know I find peace whenever I go to the manga, go to. Barnes and Nobles or Books a Million or Half Price Books or whatever and I'm buying manga or even even just not even I don't even have to be buying I'm just looking around just browsing I'm just in an environment because for one it's a book place so nine times out of ten the sound the noise level is going to be down which is the opposite of my house because my boys in the living room trying to play basketball. 
daughters in their room dancing, singing, Vash doing Vash stuff. And yeah, so, and then, <laughs> man, Lord forbid, it's also a, a day or time where my wife is doing her stuff, whether it's her jewelry stuff, in group chats with her friends, she on the game playing Apex, cussing out folk and stuff. It's a lot of noise around me at all the times, which I'm kind of, I'm happy that I've created this space that I'm in now for recording, because now that I also have my nice monitor, I finally got set up, I can also come in here, put in my headphones, turn off the light, and watch some anime. Um, and so, well, speaking of which, let me make note of something real quick. And so, yeah, so going to the books, the bookstores and stuff is a form of moments of peace and calmingness for me. Um, and also same thing for, for going to the movies by myself. It's just like, hey, Robert's time, dad's time to just not have so much in my mind. I can just focus on something. And so, yeah, like I said, that, that, that's just like, a, like I said, just something I just wanted to, like I said, just, just talk about, um, you know, and, and I, I'll be curious to hear any of y'all's thoughts, like, like, you know, you know, those of you that are out there that are listening or whatever or watching, uh, do you also enjoy, you know, going, going to the movies? Like, do, do any, any others of y'all out there go to the movies by yourselves? Let me know. Uh, just be curious. And, and also just in general, what are some things, some things that y'all do to bring yourself peace? Like, okay, if you, if you're finding yourself stressing out about life, uh, work, family, kids, spouse, siblings, parents, whatever, you're stressing out about life or worrying about stuff a lot. What is your peace of mind? What do you do? Where do you go to find that tranquility, that those moments of peace? Let me know. Like, so, uh, that's, that's like a conversation I would like to have with some of y'all like said just to hear you know what y'all do um and and and, and I, I also i need to get back into doing my walking at the park because honestly i probably haven't done that in like a month just because life and stuff is just like caught up to me you know yes vash you got vash coming in yes vash Hello. what are you doing Hello. Come here. You stuck? It does. Huh? You gonna say hi? Uh, where are you at, Bash? There uh oh. Uh-uh. Sorry. Come here. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Let that fix your arm. I don't know how you even did that. Okay. Come here. You wanna say hi? Bash? Yes. Come here. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. Say hi. Hi. Oh, you. Can you see yourself? Yeah, you can see yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go and play? Uh, no. 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 You just crashing my podcast? You going to hang out with me? Maybe. You going to stay with Dada? Okay. All right, well. A co co-host of the podcast with me for a few minutes, uh, Vash. Oh, no, please don't touch the microphone. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so yeah. So, let me know what what are some things that y'all do to find uh, some some peace and and tranquility <laughs> from uh, from from y'all's you know life adventures and and things of that nature, huh? Hmm? You want to go? Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Alright, bye-bye. Alright, that was uh, Vash gracing us with his presence <laughs> for a uh, for a brief moment. But, uh, but yeah, so, like I said, I just want just to say, just to get that off my mind and talk with y'all. Uh, so, let's see. So, let's go through a couple of things. So, like I mentioned up top, whatever, uh, I finished life is strange true colors um don't i don't know i i feel like it, it's definitely up there with like like some of my favorite uh or like one of my favorites of the series um and like i said I, I really i really do want to i have somebody in mind that i met um in a in a discord group i'm in that i want to see if she might be interested in maybe doing a discussion or something or whatever about this game because like I said I, I would like to just do that like so just for me that's something I want to do um so yeah so we'll see you know let y'all let me know uh if y'all are interested in that but uh let's go ahead and just roll right on so let's see so as far as like stuff I watched this week uh, like I said aside from Dune uh <laughs> so and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier in the podcast, like with me just kind of like just doing stuff, reading, watching stuff, whatever, just because I want to, whatever, not necessarily for the, for the aim or goal of making content. I finally started watching Violet Evergarden. So I, I had never seen the anime. Um, you know, I've heard about it over the year, years. I don't know. I don't know. Like when? When did Violet Evergarden? Violet Evergarden. What year did that anime come out? 2018. Wow. Wow, was it really that long ago? Let's see, light novel, anime. Yeah, 2018. Dang, so what? Three years ago? So, uh. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I finally started watching that. I don't know, like I said, I just, just got in the mood the other night and decided, I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's, let's watch it, you know, because I, I had, you know, just to be honest with y'all, I had the plan to try to go back and watch, because uh, I never finished all of it, but I planned to, I planned to go back and watch um, Doro Hidoro in preparation for some Halloween stuff because I was going to do that as well as read a Die Dark which is a manga by the same person who created Doro Hidoro but time moves life just happened and eh, it is what it is but I was like you know what Violet Evergarden sure come on let, let, let's give you a try and I'm really liking it I think I'm what on episode 8 so far so and i should have that wrapped up in the next day or two um but yeah i'm, I'm really liking it um 
like I said, honestly, I, I knew very little about the series. I just knew that people find it sad. People say that they cried a lot. And then something about, I knew it had something to do with war or something related to war. So, um, but yeah, but it, it's so far I, I've enjoyed seeing Violet's journey of self-discovery, of finding out more about herself, getting more in tune with her emotions, coming to better understand other people's emotions, and just seeing her go from how she was in those like earlier episodes to now she people are requesting her to uh, her services of uh, the typing, which I guess I'll back up real quick in case somebody that's listening to this where has never heard of Violet Evergarden. So it's a, it's an anime series that is currently streaming on Netflix. So the main plot revolves, um, like I said, the main character's name Violet Evergarden. And she used to be a soldier, a child soldier back in the day. But the war ended, and so now, you know, trying to figure out stuff for her to do. So she becomes what is known as a, a auto-memory doll. And basically, those are people who are, um, who get hired to write or to type letters for people, people who can't write or read or whatever themselves, um, or just people who just don't want to do it themselves, whatever. So, yeah, and so she initially does it in order to better understand the meaning of the words, I love you, which is something that was told to her by the person who basically helped uh, raise her and watch her and look after her when she was in the in the army. And so, you know, she's using this as an opportunity or as a way to try to like understand what those words potentially mean and so yeah the, the episodes have been like actually just very visually is beautiful the music has been great um but yeah violet evergarden like i said just uh you know try it out give it a shot um so it's so a violet evergarden um let's see next up uh fina pirate princess so fina has come to a, a has come to an end. It has a uh, it has wrapped up, and I would say overall, I, I never really do like ratings and stuff or stuff because I'm not a I'm not a reviewer or whatever. But I, I would I would say you know if I had to, I would say I would give this maybe like a solid eight, eight and a half maybe, um, but definitely recommended just because I feel like overall it was really great um enjoy the characters I enjoy the world and the mystery of okay what exactly is going on with Fina why are all these people trying to get her what is this Eden place so on and so forth and so you know th there were like certain parts of the finale like especially like when it was like doing like a lot of explanation of like all these like bigger concepts as far as like her being the chosen one and choosing between does humanity go on or does it end here and all that stuff like that part I didn't really eh, wasn't really vibing with but everything else around it like I said just like the history the world the characters all that stuff loved it 
Um, but yeah, but Fina Power Princess, like I said, if, if, if you did not watch this, um, it is on Crunchyroll. It is a Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll original done in collaboration with Adult Swim. So yeah, so definitely, you know, go, go and give uh, Fina a shot. So let's see, Fina. Let's also talk about, uh, uh let me see, Sakugan. So, Sakugan episode three. This episode, you know, we, we kind of like really get to see the true start of Gagumber and Mimi Poo's adventure. As we kind of get this, uh, get this back and forth between Gagumber and Mimi Poo as them kind of going back and forth on their different ideals and you know how Gagumber says to you know he goes with his heart or whatever whereas Mimi Poo is like hey I'm smart I'm gonna use my brain for all these situations and just seeing how they both kind of over the episode learn to basically kind of like meet each other in the middle as far as like, okay hey yes okay sometimes you do have to go with your heart with some things and sometimes we have to really think things through but you know this episode it was just just like just really really interesting you know just seeing while yes Mimi Mimi Pooh is very smart she is also still a child and, and, and more in the sense of not just her age but just her experiencing stuff but yeah Mimi Pooh just like her not having too much actual real world experience outside of their city that they grew up in because because Gagumber even talked about he was like yeah hey as a kid well she's only nine but he's like yeah all your life hey I will let you run all over all over the city or whatever because that is a contained space a contained area whereas you know uh they're outside in this unknown world unknown territory and yeah, she is just like trying to do stuff, trying to go places and stuff, whatever. Gagumber's like, hey, let's go this way. She's like, actually, no, let's go this way. And so, you know, she, she did get like, 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 a, like a reality check because, you know, she, she basically, so she locked Gagumber out of being able to use his side of the controls for the mech. Um, and so she navigated them to where they, where they were getting to or whatever until basically there was like this like a quake that caused this big crack in the ground and then eventually a kaiju showed up and so during the moment of them trying to figure stuff out or whatever she jumps into the into the into the chasm because she realizes oh there, there has to be like a area below us because of how the water flowed and she just yolo dives just dumps and in, jumps into the hole and she was right there. It's like like a like a abandoned factory area, or whatever, below them. But it's like covered in ice. It's frozen over. And she comes to find out there was like bones from some lost uh, adventurers from who knows how long ago. And then there was like all these like little like like mini like scorpion little size or not scorpion size, but like some scorpion shaped like kaiju things that just like start chasing her in droves and so as she's running away she's like dropping 
her backpack, her gear, all this different stuff, whatever, as she's panicking and she ends up getting to the shipping container and sealing herself in. And throughout all this, she's also like fighting her sleep, like kids do, to where, you know, Gagumber told her when stuff was starting to first kind of start to get hairy, he was like, hey, you you might, let, let's go ahead and get our rest now while we can. But she's being in denial, being like, nah, I ain't tired, man, I ain't tired. But then she started doing those, I, 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 ain't, I, I ain't tired, and <laughs> nodding off and stuff. But, um, but, but yeah, but then we had like this like awesome, beautiful shot of when she was like trapped in the, in the shipping container where she really started like to realize like how bad things were when she called out for Gagumber to come and he shows up in awesome dad fashion, kicking the little scorpion things away. And there's like this beautiful shot where he opens up the shipping container and it's just like the bright eyes from the robot just like they're awaiting her and yeah they go off and they escape or whatever and they end up um getting to like to like the entrance of this next big town but there's like a like a some dude chilling outside having tea time with a bunch of like mechs and stuff lined up next to him as he's like tapping to the radio is like oh hey all right you're Gagumber, you're the hero of your village Mimi Poo, the child prodigy, yada yada yada. Man, it sucks that we gotta meet like this type of type of vibe. And it's like, whoa, okay, what is your deal, dude? So yeah, but anyway, very excited for next episode of uh, of Sakugan. Like I said, love this episode. Super awesome, super cool. And so uh, yeah, so moving on to uh, the wholesomeness. <laughs> uh. Uh, Ranking of Kings, episode two, titled The Prince and Kage. So this episode, man, I, I did not. And, and I guess let me say this real quick too, whatever, for those that might be curious, whatever. Um, this might be repeating for some of y'all, whatever, but I have been um, and I plan on continue to do so um, every week right after Sakugan and Ranking of Kings airs. I do short little uh, YouTube videos talking about discussing them or that after each episode or whatever. So just putting it out there or whatever. If you want to hear my thoughts sooner, cool. If not, I'll still talk about it here. But like I said, just, just wanted to mention that or whatever. Um, and thank you to everybody that has been listening to that or whatever. Because uh, especially the, the Ranking of Kings episode one video, it's like my highest watched video yet in my short little YouTube career. So... Much appreciate the love, everybody out there supporting me. But um, but yeah, but this episode, I did not expect us to get a backstory of um of Kage, and not just get a backstory of him, but for it to be so tragic, <laughs> you know, because man, like finding out like what happened to his clan. His whole family, his mom, man, no, no wonder he is like so, like tough, so to speak, whatever. Um, just because of, man, he he was just a sweet little kid with this little toy horse thing that he got for a birthday present, and just like watching his whole 
people get slaughtered. Um, but you know, like I said, it was just like interesting, like I said, was just learning about more of his people, his clan, but also getting to see like other clans and kingdoms and stuff, whatever, from the world. And yeah, it, it, it was super awesome, very sad. And then, of course, the sadness didn't end there. Of course, we went back to finish up the fight with the uh, with the uh, Prince Boji versus his brother. And Boji was winning. He was ducking and dodging, tapping his brother, whatever. And of course, everybody, you know, people in the crowd, as well as like his own teacher, is like, is like, hey, the way you moving and acting, that's not very kingly of you. You should stand up and take the hits head on, so on and so forth. And he did, and he got beat to a pulp to where he was during there in a full body cast type of situation. And so that was very sad, very tough to watch. But once again, Boji just showing his resilience to not give up, to keep fighting. As even though he's laid up in the bed, half of his head bandaged up, his arms and his legs both in cast, he still got out the bed, went over, and tried to pick up the sword, and he's struggling to get it up, and eventually he drops it, but Kage comes out and basically tells him, like, man, hey, Forget what all those people said earlier or whatever. You did freaking awesome. You did fantastic in that fight. And don't forget that, hey, keep doing your thing, Boji. And then eventually he tells him, he's like, hey, this might sound weird because we just met, but I want to be in your corner. I want to support you. I want to see you become this great king. And that was just a very beautiful moment just seeing like I said like like I said like going from what we learned of Kage his background at the beginning of the episode to him having this moment because you know because when he sees Boji get beat up he just thinks back to when his clan got taken out to it all the times where he got beaten and bloodied and you know people doubted him people turned their backs on him and stuff whatever as he was coming up and he see people doing that to Boji, he's like, man, I'm not going to try to host you no more, whatever. I am here for you. And so, yeah, it's just such a beautiful thing. And like I said, I'm just very glad um, that I that I found this anime that I gave it a chance. Like I said, if you have not watched it yet, check out Ranking of Kings. It is on Funimation. It is two episodes out so far. Episode three is coming out later this week. Um, they come out every Thursday, same day as Sakugan. So, hey, Thursday is an awesome day for me. I get both Sakugan and Ranking of Kings back to back. Um, but, um, but yeah, if y'all haven't watched it yet, watch it. And if you have, reach out to me, DM me, comment on this YouTube video, whatever. Let me know what you think of this series. And so, yeah, so... Last series I'm going to talk about. Alright, so last anime I want to talk about today is uh, Komi Can't Communicate. Now, this is another anime that uh, that is of the first batch that's going to be uh, 
airing weekly on Netflix, just like Blue Period. So, this series basically follows the main character, Comey. Or, I guess she's kind of the main character, but basically, she has... She basically has such bad anxiety that she can't talk. And so... Hold on, let me see. What is this other kid's name? The boy on the cover. Uh, Comey can't communicate. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to see if I can find. Um, Comey. Tadano. Yeah, so this boy Tadano, he's kind of kind of like a secondary main character, um, but basically he notices her because their lockers are right next to each other, whatever, and so he is, it's kind of a very cute introduction to her problem because you know she shows up, she's super beautiful, gorgeous, long hair, tall, yada yada yada. Everybody loves her immediately. She immediately becomes like most popular person in school day one and so they have a moment to where he's like oh hey good morning and then she just like just like stares at him says nothing and then just like speed walks away past right by him whatever um but so yeah so yeah so 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 they do that <laughs> and uh yeah and then that's kind of like the intro. It's like, okay, that's kind of weird. And and I, I like how throughout the episode, there's other moments like where the teacher, like, like they call her for attendance or whatever. She, everybody, you know, everybody else is saying, hi, I'm here, yada, yada, giving introductions. She doesn't say nothing. Instead, she walks up to the chalkboard and writes her name on the chalkboard or whatever. And everybody's like, oh, such a rebel, so to speak, whatever. And then there's another class where the teacher, you know, they were reading passages from the book, and the teacher gets there, he's like, all right, Comey, can you read page 45, or whatever, and so she stands up there, once again, just blank stare on her face, not saying anything, or whatever, and eventually the teacher's like, you know what, you're right, we don't need to, why, why do we need to read books aloud, you're right, we should read them silently to ourselves, and so it's it just like, funny stuff like that, but then like towards, like later in the episode, um, Tadano, I'm trying to think something happens, but anywho, basically, he basically puts it together like, oh, you're, you know, you have anxiety or whatever, and you can't really talk, and so basically, she begins talking to him via writing it down on the chalkboard, and it was a very, very beautiful moment, um, I, I really just enjoyed it, and I like the idea of that, because honestly, Comey Can't, Can't Communicate is a series that I have been excited to check out for a long time as far as like this year a long time because every time I go into the manga shop I see the volume covers and they're what how many volumes are there in 20 something volumes now and so I'm seeing a long beautiful row of just all these beautiful covers for Comey Can't Communicate and I'm seeing like everywhere I look online people are like hey it's good they love it and stuff um but I think like I think like right around the time when I was debating about maybe at least like picking up a volume or whatever, I uh, or they they announced that there was going to be an anime later this year. So I'm like, you know what? 
I can wait at least to the end of the year, October, whatever, to at least watch the anime so I can watch that fresh or whatever. And it's freaking awesome. And honestly, I could definitely see myself like, hey, once this is over, jumping over reading the manga because uh, I'm probably going to do the same thing for Blue Period. That's another one that I've been have beautiful covers that I've been like, oh, I want to read this or whatever, but decided to wait because they also announced the anime for that that I'm watching too. But, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, so, so, so yeah, so they kind of like said communicate stuff through the chalkboard, and then eventually Tadano uh says he's gonna help her learn to communicate, and basically they're going on a quest to help her find 100 friends, and so that's very beautiful, very awesome, and so yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to their adventure and 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 everything they that they're gonna come across and stuff but i can definitely see because of her not speaking but having all the text and stuff i can definitely bet that this is like very beautiful indie manga um because honestly I, I i still honestly i still might go and buy at least like volume one of this just for the sake of at least just having it in my possession um just to see for myself like okay how they do it or how it's done on, in the manga versus the anime and stuff whatever but um but yeah but so yeah so comedy can't communicate um it comes out every i think dang i think this is also thursdays on netflix as well uh yeah yeah this is thursdays because uh because blue period is saturdays so but yeah so if I, uh comedy can't communicate check it out highly recommended so let's see i'm gonna kind of dive into some of these uh some manga very quickly so let me see where to start all right some of these i'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of go through these like a little briskly or whatever because i don't really have too too much to say but i just kind of just want to get general thoughts out there so with the uh, one piece and i believe i can't remember what chapter this was let me see uh 1029 one piece chapter 1029 so this chapter you know we, we we pretty much we continued with sanji still trying to figure out like what the heck is going on with this body like why is things changing now and stuff so that part is interesting but it seems like we're kind of cutting away from it for the time being now the part of the chapter that i really enjoyed was the whole stuff like like the parallel between so law and kid are dealing with big mom and then you had killer dealing with hawkins so you had a moment to where like okay like kid is on the ground with it i'm like man he has like a bad headache or whatever come to find out because hawkins like the last straw doll that hawkins has is kid he's just like being like running like bamming his head into the wall causing kids to have all these headaches and stuff and so basically uh killer thinking he starts talking to hawkins or whatever he starts like asking questions like hey it's like so 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 how does your power work whatever and so basically uh hawkins came to the came to the realization that he basically he can cut off uh hawkins left arm because kid doesn't have a left arm anymore because he lost it to shanks or whoever years back and so 
he does that because one, it inflicts pain, but not really because since Kid doesn't have an arm, that pain goes to Hawkins directly. So now, so now that pretty much destroys the straw doll that had Kid in it. And now, Killer goes for Hawkins directly and ends up taking him out. So that was super dope. Um, very cool to see. And so I'm curious if, if we're going to continue with Law and Kid versus Big Mom next chapter. Or are we going to jump back to somebody else? Who knows? Don't know. But, um, but yeah, but yeah that, that, was a, that was a really good and fun chapter. Uh, let's see. Um, Dr. Stone. So Dr. Stone manga chapter. What is this? 215 titled Long Long Road. So, pretty much this chapter, and, and I, I liked like this. This was like a fast paced but done in a good way, to where we pretty much get to the team. Like uh, Doctor Zeno, he brings over his part of the rocket from the from America, and they basically start working on launching a satellite into outer space because their plan is to, like get a satellite into outer space so they can get a view of the moon. So they can kind of like try to figure out like, okay, does Y-Man have a visible base or something on the moon's surface so they can kind of like help to help them to kind of help them to plan things out. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that's kind of like where, where Dr. Stone was at, but I, I did like that they did that. It was like, oh yeah, instant success. It was like that first rocket went up, spiraled a little bit and crashed. And then it was like lots of trial and error. And I liked that they like, okay weeks months have passed because they're not just gonna be able like to build a whole nother rocket in a day type of stuff so like so months and stuff are passing and i'm liking that because like, okay showing trial and error trial and error trial and error um but uh but yeah so dr stone good stuff i'm i'm, I'm loving it um let's see uh Sakamoto days. I'll just loosely touch on this. So this was chapters uh, 40 to 44. So this chapter or these chapters basically continued with uh, what's his name? Shin and I can't remember the girl's name, but basically them going against that one uh, serial killer dude and basically both of them awakening like new forms of their abilities like basically like Shin like his like because he already had kind of like read minds but now his body basically his body is like going to like ultra instinct mode to where it's moving before he before he like because they kind of break it down like you know you think about a thought and then like like several milliseconds later you begin to do the thought and then you do the action or whatever well this is pretty much like just you're just doing moving so on and so forth and so it was like really cool just seeing him and her just like tag team, just like beat this dude down. And then just kind of like like the, the, the general setup that we get for like the after after they're going to like to the ac acupuncture lady to heal up and stuff, whatever. And she kind of like is talking with Sakamoto and talking about like, OK, I could tell you're very upset because of certain nerve or, you know, whatever muscle that she felt in his back. And then she may know that like he's like at, like at a fraction of like his old power, which is wild to think about, considering the way he be handling dudes. 
and he's like only like at a fraction of his original strength but uh but yeah that that was just like just like really dope to see that and just like the setup for whatever he's about to go and get into so yeah very excited for that and let's see one of the last ones i want to touch on is uh <sighs> i'll also just mention in passing i'm not probably not going to timestamp this whatever but, uh, but i caught up on black clover also that was what chapters man 300 to 310 so i was 10 chapters behind on um, black clover but that was really dope just seeing just like everybody coming together and taking down that one like high rank female demon and then going over and seeing you know unlock a second grimoire based off of basically his birthright or his his royal blood or heritage or whatever because apparently uh his mom and dad i think his dad had the uh sun magic and his mom had moon magic so uh so you know you know already had wind magic but he also inherited from his parents star magic or starlight magic or however you want to say it so that was very dope just seeing you know there with two grimoires and now him like learning to like fuse them and stuff whatever so that that, that was just like just like really really cool really dope to see um and then uh so yeah, so lastly <sighs> hunter's guild red hood i think this was chapter what chapter was this 16 so once again very good chapter man very good chapter because we basically like just just getting just like more really good world building and stuff but it's just like even more apparent just like the writing on the wall of like man we probably have maybe a couple chapters left if that um which is just just very sad just hearing and seeing because like like the last couple chapters i like like the world building and the lore dumps and all this different stuff that are coming together it's like man the author has so many awesome ideas that it seems like it's it seems inevitable at this point of it's getting the axe very very soon so yeah but like i said just just want to just like just briefly touch on that or whatever but um but yeah hunter's guild red hood Hopefully you at least get to get to get a decent send off into the sunset um, in in the coming weeks whenever whenever it is you might come to an end. Um, but hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have fingers crossed that hey maybe we're all tripping and it's gonna get a second wind or something. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but it is what it is. But I think that's gonna do it for everything i've been reading watching all that fun stuff so let's go ahead and just kind of wrap this bad boy up so as always thanks for listening like i said at the top if you're not already make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever podcast service of your choice i am out there on should be everything if i'm not on something let me know and i'll do my best to get on that platform also, make sure you're subscribed to the Daddy's Talk YouTube channel because I have some awesome ideas for things I have planned out that I want to do in the coming future. And I would like for you to be there to see all the awesomeness. And yeah, make sure you go to Danny's which is the central hub for everything that I do. 
follow me on Twitter at Dad Needs to Talk, on Instagram at Dad Needs to Talk Podcast. And yeah, I hope y'all have an awesome week out there. I hope y'all are taking some time to chill, <laughs> catch up on some rest. Um, and I'm going to try to do my best to be better myself about pacing myself and managing this workload but um but yeah but be on the lookout later this week for hopefully something halloween related by the time this next week's episode comes out um and i know for sure i'm gonna gonna do a manga haul video for all the awesome manga i've picked up over the months of september and october but uh, but yeah y'all have an awesome week and as always treat yourself to something nice read some manga, watch some anime, play some video games, and live your life. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. Y'all be easy. Bye and peace.